You are listening to episode five of Responsible Beauty. We are excited to speak with Mary Ann, founder of Plants and Ponytails. Today, we are going to talk about leaving the nine to five, growing your dream job, and building a community. Hey, friends, welcome to Responsible Beauty. We are Ashley and Deanna, boss lady co founders of a seven figure eco friendly salon. We want to share all things green living from salon to home. We will discuss our best business practices and have some amazing guests along the way. Learn how we grew our business over 20% year after year and never veered from our mission. If you love the earth and the beauty industry, this podcast is for you. All right. So for those of you who don't know Marianne, she is the founder of Plants and Ponytails in Hanover. We have been lucky enough to watch her business grow over the last few years. And she is not only an amazing entrepreneur, but she creates this sense of community with the fellow local businesses. Her plant store is beautiful and one of a kind and her marketing strikes inspiration. So thank you for being on our podcast today, Marianne. Thank you so much for having me. So we would love to jump right in and hear about how you got Plants and Ponytails started and what was your inspiration? Um, Well, back in the summer of 2017, I was just like working. um, I worked for the state as a child protective social worker. So I am a licensed social worker and it was just getting hard and I was feeling like a robot and um, I needed, I, I was itching for something more, but I really didn't know what that was. I did start an Instagram called Plants and Ponytails, and it was like a little all over the place. It was my house plants, pictures of my daughter's ponytails. <laughs> I really got I really got into sourdough bread baking. Love it. Um, and I didn't even tell anybody about it, but for some reason, like Denmark, Australia, like people from other countries were really into it. Cool. And then it's sort of, I was like, I'm going to get a plant cart. I am going to sell plants because um, house plants became a refuge from my day job. You know, the opiate addiction was ravaging the South Shore. I was working with those families, removing kids, um, had young kids myself. So I just need, I just found so much peace and comfort in my own house plant collection. And I wanted to share, I wanted to share that with people. Absolutely. Yeah. I didn't realize that was your job prior to this. That's actually what my husband does. Oh, it's, yeah. So it's exhausting. And then, and then I realized I was not, I was lacking empathy because I had to like flip a switch and that's not the person I wanted to be. Yep. Absolutely. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's so amazing that you had the, uh, you know, just like the self-confidence to go for that. Yeah, I'd say it took me about a year to make the real leap. Yeah. From the from the inception awesome. of the idea. Well, that's an awesome yeah. start. Yeah, that's such an amazing story. I love it. So tell us Deanna, a little bit about your Yeah. Can you hear me? Yep, we I can, can hear you. Oh, okay. Sorry. Sorry. Tell me about your store today. Like tell us a little bit more about like what does your actual store look like today? Like during COVID nineteen today? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe um, pre COVID nineteen. <laughs> Pre-COVID-19, I opened the doors on September 26th. And, um, you know, before that, I was in three different spots, kind of taking incremental steps into having the store of my dreams. 
And it's funny now because uh, we opened in September and I still felt like, no, I want plants on the ceiling. I need this. I need that. But it's a beautiful space. And <laughs> I have seen it. it I've seen it. It's a, it is a very beautiful space. I love it. But you guys know you're always thinking forward and not really appreciating the moment. Yeah. And yeah. And now I know it's a beautiful place and I wish people could be in there. Um, it's designed so that um, half of the si- store is plants and ponytails. And then the other side of the store is Alburn. And I met them at a pop-up at Derby Street last winter, two winters ago. Yeah, I, I love this part of it. Like even you have a little sign when you first come in. What It says something about being women owned. What does it say? It says um, one space, two shops, three women. Yeah, I love that. That's awesome. You guys know what market rent is. And we just, I knew I'd be in over my head if I had to split a space in this new development. You have your cam charges. I would just be paying my bills each month, not yeah. going ahead. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's one thing that Dean and I talk about that we were kind of lucky because we're in this like awkward business, um, like, re- like office space, but that makes our rent a little bit less than the normal market value, which is so high. But that's why the emphasis on your, your guys building community and surrounding yourself with other women and like-minded businesses. It's like, it's not just, you guys could just do hair all day and not do all this extra, but it's yeah. really clear that that's your passion. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to, I'll jump into uh Dean, I'm going to jump around a little bit. I'll jump into a different question. So that obviously a couple of years ago, we were at, lucky enough to host, host you at our, um, one of our pop-ups and, you know, like local business is so important to Deanna and I and supporting small um, entrepreneurs. So what Same. has, yeah, what has your experience been with supporting like small local businesses or working with them, I guess? Well, I, for me, it has to come authentically. I know some people do like brand ambassadors and like if, if I, I try to be intuition led about things and, if I see someone that has passion or a hustle, um, like I notice, we see, have a lot of the same shared people that we are just like cheerleading for. Yeah, totally. Then I, you know, then I want to support that. But on yeah. the other hand, sometimes now that I have an actual physical store, people will come in and be like, will you sell this? And it's like, I'm trying to find some boundaries. Yeah. Um, but during COVID-19, that's been hard because yeah. people have my cell phone number and they're texting me. So yeah, it's a little all over the place right now. Right. Yeah. With this like uncharted time, it's hard to know exactly how to handle it. Yes. Yeah. Deanna and I do the same thing though. We just try to work with like the people that really truly inspire us and that we love. And then we just like stock them down until they love us too. I think, yeah, I think it's important to be of service. (laughs) Like we need to help each other and it can feel very isolating when you're building a brand, you're in your head so much, you think it's cool, but you don't, you're not ready to share it with people. And sometimes it's easier to share with someone who knows what you're going through than even your own family. That's so true. That really is so true. Yeah. So, Well, in speaking of that too, I want to talk about um, your marketing, like your Instagram. I mean, so right now with COVID-19, really that's, I mean, the face of your business is that anyways, but now that you don't really get to showcase the physical location, your, your marketing is, is next level. I mean, you're always coming out with fun, fresh and inspiring content. I mean, it's like, we always look at it. We're like, we love it. We want to be a part of this. So Tell us what your biggest like advice I, and and your biggest challenges when it comes to your well, marketing is. I do find Planoly to help me with planning a strategy, and I like to plan a week in advance. 
um, I do really consider it a job. So, you know, I make it, I try to be consistent and I find when I stray from like what feels fun and cool to me, but I'm trying to be like other plant stores or follow a formula, then you can see is I'm not resonating with people, but when I'm just real and it might even be a little out there because I'm really into plant energetics. I do feel, you know, having the energy of a plant around us can change our lives. Um, And I find when I don't talk about that stuff or I try to censor myself, then it, people, you get less likes and and I'm not trying to do likes, but I don't feel happy with myself. Yeah. So just be authentic, whatever the brand is, be consistent. Okay. Yeah, I love, yeah. I love that. Yeah, you can tell that your branding is very you because it doesn't seem carbon copy. Like some businesses, you just, it's just like insert any name here and it all looks the same where I think you can definitely stand, uh, stand out from the crowd. And you, and you can even see this winter, I tried to be separate from the business because I want to, you know, you want to take steps back a bit to be able to be with your family and take a breath and not have it be all consuming. But then when I did that, it just felt so generic and I was dreading posting. I was like, oh, I have to do a post today. Yeah. It's yeah. hard. And it's hard just to find that constantly find the inspiration. I mean, like, and you're just one person, at least Dan and I have each other, but to just constantly be like, okay, what are we, you know, working on this week or what are we, you know, marketing this week? It's, you know, it's fun, but it can feel like, like you said, it is a job in itself. Yes. Well, right, especially right now too, it's like, you know, it does feel a little, at least for us, it does feel a little weird just posting pictures of hair. I know. It's like, you, it, but people need, especially this time. It's like, it, they do. It, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 It, I mean, I think for us, I mean, it's, it's a, a posting your hair and, and in pictures of what you can do is showing our artwork. I mean, pictures of art. your plants and what you're you're trying to sell something and you're trying to sell your like you said your energy and your vibe and everything that plants and ponytails kind of is let's say everybody's thrown for a loop right now like sometimes like should I even be selling like this just feels wrong but we all gotta make a living and also like have some sense of normalcy yeah and I think that Mm -hmm. I think that's yeah definitely buying something cool and unique for yourself is the silver lining during this time it's like well you know, a little, a little retail therapy or a little way to kind of express yourself or find something cool to can just help get you through the day. I know I found some like really neat things on the internet that I probably wouldn't have had time to find before. Totally. And caring for the plants. I mean, that you're stuck in your house. It's, it's a nice time to be able to, you know, make sure like mine all look amazing right now. And like, you probably yeah. will be better when quote unquote go back to normal you'll see them in a different light because they like help us heal you know we're busy people you guys are on your feet all day so I imagine that we don't even realize what we're tending to our plants it's a form of meditation because you're not in your head anymore Mm -hmm. you're doing something else it feels good but you're not self-medicating yeah you're Mm -hmm. and it's just a beautiful thing yeah that's so cool I've never heard that term plant energetics before but I feel like just like so inspired just by the term (laughs) like and I did not make this up I was really inspired in the 70s there's like this far out plant shop called mother earth and it was a husband and wife team called Linda and Joel and they came from celebrity money and then all of a sudden 
people started flocking to their store to buy plants and you would, they would match people with plants based on mood and um, they <laughs> kind of would make it be less pretentious. Like, and then they even had a, a record called Plantasia. So she listen, you should listen to this on Spotify today. Cool, but the album it's made by a Canadian composer and the album was made for plants. Oh my God. That's so fun. So it's so we, we, we sell Plantasia <laughs> for a while. Vinyl heads, you really couldn't get it for like under $500. Wow. But this past, this past summer, um, a company in New York bought it. And so you can buy it. You can buy it at urban outfitters, but oh, we sell it. Do you have it just in vinyl or on CD too? Just in okay. vinyl. You have CD player still? Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh guys. yeah this is a funny side note we do have a record player my husband's a huge music collector so we we definitely listen to a lot of records but he also really loves so cds for like our generation are nostalgic for our childhood right so it's like totally so he had he's stocked up on these like like no skip cd like discmans you know what i mean and we hook it up to our like stereo system it's hysterical so yes we have lots of cds and lots of vinyl I love that. I do wish well, I kept the CD player a little bit. I know. Like, I, we definitely ditched the VHS player a long time. But some things you got to hang on to. And I still used to say yeah. CDs till like, a week ago. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Our kids going to be like, what uh, are you talking about? Yeah, they have no idea. So fun. Yeah. So it's, yeah, I love that people are getting so into plants. Like, in our salon, obviously, we have so many plants. And it really, like, just... I mean, it, that probably attributes to the vibe of our space and the energy of our space. Totally and I think does. people totally pick up on that. And I love that we're seeing like, you know, t-shirts that say plant mom instead of like dog mom and stuff. And people are really starting to take notice of the plants, which helps like environmental awareness as well. A hundred percent. And there's so many fun things you can do with them. You can make new plants from the plants that you have. Yeah. Maybe you lost your job and you just... You can't be buying plants, but so many plants propagate to make new plants. And it's an exercise in patience. Like, and then one day, or you see a bloom on one of your plants, like it's a great experience to be in this hobby. Absolutely. So cool. Thank you for bringing all these plants to the world. It's such a good job. And on that note, I'm I'm also trying to be like, I don't want to be I, I want to be positive and optimistic, but I also want to some people who are just discovering plants, there are some supply chain issues right now. And I'm getting a lot of pictures of like, hey, you have this, you have that. I can't even order them. They come from Florida oh, yeah. and the truck lines are not, oh, wow. it's, it's insane. So I want to like let people know a little bit, but also not freak people. Yeah. Out. You know, you know what I really like, though, like you said, because I'm kind of guilty of this, too. I come in and I'm like, well, I want the plant to look like this and I want the plant to look like that. Where's this one? Like, it should be more like, well, what what is your mood? I, I kind of love that. Like, I'm going to give you like almost if you want to go get a dog, like people are just like, I like the way this dog looks, but that dog might be too, too hyper for you. Life. Like, what if, like, yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I kind of love the idea of saying, well, what is your lifestyle? Like, this is the plant that's actually going to work for you. Because how many people do you know that just get a plant like, oh, I kill everything? Yes. I kill everything. Like if you were matched with what works for you. If you you. travel a lot, monsteras are beautiful. But if you miss a week of watering them, they're going to let you know and you're going to have some brown spots. And that's a bummer. So maybe you should just have snakes and ZZs until you know that you're going to be home. Right. What do you think are the, like, like, say, three best beginner plants for people that, like, 
want to plant, but they don't even know anything about it? I would say uh, Sansevierias are snake plants. Mm-hmm. Um, ZZs or Zamiococcuses, those are lovely. They're, the, these are really green, hardy plants. They're native to Africa, so they withstand a lot of neglect. Um, also something to be less rigid and hard, like something vining, a philodendron or a pothos mm. to start. Cool. Yeah, we have tons of the mm. pothos plants. Yeah, love- and they adapt to lower light. So, and I will say you gave me a great tip because watering wise, I think we were letting them sit in a little bit of water. We'd water them a little too much. And ever since the watering tip you gave us of like taking them out, letting them drain a little bit, um, they have flourished. I feel like they all, most of them look really good. Yeah. They do want to dry out in between and yeah. And I mean, that's what I love too, is you're not just selling plants to people. I mean, you, you give them little cards on how to care for it. Like, I mean, you go somewhere else and you get a plant and it's just like, here you go. Good luck. Hope, hope it survives. Or I feel like it, it's it, like you actually really care if it survives or not. Yeah. We want it to be an experience like that. You remember when you got your first plant and I really want people to, yeah, the care cards are great. And they give you like, this is the name. We think you need to know the name of a plant. And a lot of times you go to places, you don't even know what it is. Sure. So you've been caring for a plant mm-hmm. for two years. Then you send me a picture but you don't even know what it is. How can we really get in touch and care for something? I think it's great if you get your plant, figure out the name, even if it's a quick Google search while you're having a cup of coffee. It's cool to think, where does this grow natively? Like, is it in the jungle floor of Brazil? Mm. Or is it in the desert, mm. sort of desert of Africa? Like you, then you can really visualize, well, okay, why I shouldn't be watering this every two days? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that that's, that's a really cool to think, thing to think about. When people get animals, you do so much research. You want to be a good dog mom, you mm. know? And I feel like that should translate over to plants because they're totally alive. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Cool. Um, all right. I feel like I just like, while we were just chatting, I had this like question. I was like, oh, I can't wait to ask this. And now it has completely escaped my mind. <laughs> Oh, that's, that's okay. The worst. It'll, probably, it'll probably come back. It'll come back. Um, oh, experience. Yeah, I just want to touch base. I love that you said that, that you want it to feel like an experience because I feel like in today's, you know, market where everything is so instant and so like, you know, you click on a button and you get it, that people are really only going out in the world for something that is an experience. And I feel like that's something we in the salon really talk a lot about like in order to really continue to thrive you need to inspire people and create an experience and I feel like that's probably why your business resonates with us so much because we can tell you are trying to create something wonderful you're not just trying to sell something for a buck oh yeah I mean I I wouldn't really look forward to going every day if I was just like it was transactional and rapid volume of selling things. Like I love our customers. I love the, that's why I, I miss them so much. Same. I love when they come in and they show me pictures on their phone of their plants and you know, or their grandchildren. I mean, that, that's what it's all mm-hmm. about. But brick and mortar right now is risky yep. to open because everything is transitioning to e-commerce, but people there's part of our culture and more so now than ever that does want these small shops and connections yep. and, yeah, people so, are. I'm gonna keep yeah, trying. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Now, what um, 
I mean, we, we know you're going to continue to kill it because you always do. But like, what is your vision for the future? I mean, I guess it's going to be a little different What when you started this out. Obviously, you didn't think of, of being in the situation of COVID right now. But like, what what's your vision for the future of Plants and Ponytails? Well, I'd like to be able to um, step away from working like 10 hours a day in the store because I have, you know, bigger picture stuff. Like I want to do consults for people about um, plant styles for their their home and more services. We, you know, we had some weddings booked to do plants and that's out there. I was oh. really so super pumped about prom, um, making those boutonnieres and corsages and yeah. hairpins yeah. from succulents. And so I'm sort of like all of you, I'm mourning a loss of like my yeah. plans and mm-hmm. trying to regroup with the future. But um I want to do more service oriented things to help people with their plant situations at home. Yeah. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah. That's a great idea. Awesome. All right. And last, I think this might be our last question, but what, as, as a, a, a small entrepreneur kind of going out your own, doing a creative business, what's one thing that you wish you had known when you started your adventure? <laughs> It wouldn't have deterred me, but you're going to need a lot more money than you thought. (laughs) Um, You're not going to be able to pay yourself for a lot longer than you thought. Um, And it can be lonely. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, because you're solo. But now that you have the Elborn girls, do you feel like that? Oh, yeah. I'm so happy that we're together because it can be when you're a shop owner, you're sitting in the shop, especially in the winter. If you have one person coming during the day. Yeah, you're literally alone. Yeah, you're you're alone and in your own head, you're doing all these scenarios. Um, Yeah, so being being creative and trying to find, I mean, it's not like they're super like minded. I mean, it's I mean, they are, but they aren't. I mean, you're two totally different businesses yes so even trying to say yeah. trying to find somebody you know to, to team up with at least financially to split the burden yeah. makes sense. yes I would say if that becomes a thing I think that will be really great for small makers and small shops if you can share spaces but we also did go to a lawyer and if things didn't work out we have we have waste that will work absolutely out. that's a really smart thing to do mm-hmm. that's smart. so it's like that it's like yeah. a marriage with each other yeah as you absolutely guys know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And especially like, you know, like a, a business partner or somebody sharing a space like that, like once you're affecting each other's income in ways, it's like, okay, we need to make this legit yeah. <laughs> because exactly. Awesome. Yeah. Well, Marion, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us today. And thank you for just being like a business that we thank love you. and that inspires us. And we can't wait to continue to, to grow together. Likewise, I've liked seeing there has been no lull with you guys. You keep me going. <laughs> We're busy. <laughs> oh, thank <you>. Yeah. <laughs> thank, thank you, and you. we'll talk soon. Uh, bye. Okay. All right, guys. So that was Marianne from Plants and Ponytails. Her store is located at Merchant Row in Hanover, Mass. Definitely worth a visit if you're in the area, and make sure you check her out on Instagram at Plants and Ponytails. <laughs>